0: in the spirit of valentine's day today's word of the day
1: Mm. is going to be love i did a deep dive tell us tell us all about your love deep dive (laughs) i feel like we're in like those 3 a.m nighttime shows like those radio shows (laughs) the origin of the word love brought to
0: you by juxtaposed realities Okay, so it comes from an old English term, "lufu," Lufu, which referred to a romantic sexual attraction, affection, friendliness, and then of course, the love of God. The weakened sense of the word love, which is liking, fondness, in old english meant a beloved person so that was more about the person to fall in love dated as early as the 1500s 1600s and this is when people really started to talk about you are in love with someone that was they where that distinction yes that's ah. where the distinction really started to be made and so this was pay amorous attention to which actually was a euphemism for have sex and then of course a love affair was developed out of this which referred to a particular experience of love so not really as we know it today when we refer to a love affair or i guess in the more traditional sense that we use the word affair that's reserved for cheating So I couldn't help but notice that when I came to the definition of love today as we know it today it's encapsulated in one sentence which is an intense feeling of deep affection. When you go back into the etymology of love I'm seeing a lot of friendship, sex, romance. There's a lot of desire painted over these words mm-hmm. and then you come into today's de- definition and it kind of flourishes out of this feeling emotion but you have is great it affection a desire, kind of an emotion well so that's what I wanted to kind of discuss right because it seems like we've come a very long way from the origins of the word love I mean some would argue that it is still similar of course but the way they describe it and the way it came to be there is a lot more distinction in it there's a lot more this is a person that you have sex with this is a person that mm. you have an attraction to right um, this is a person that you have a friendship with and then as time goes on I'm guessing we just kind of morphed it into this feeling. We made up a new definition
1: of love. If you look at our society in general, look at the way women dress, look at the way men dressed back in like 1910, 1920s. They put effort into their into getting ready. Everything was romanticized. There was emphasis put on the process of Love or being with like the person you're going to end up with. Now, the process could have been like arranged marriages, but the girl sat there, you know, daydreaming about the man. Men would write letters to their woman on a daily basis and write poetry and go and watch dances and go to the orchestra. And this was part of their society, this was part of their day to day. Fast forward to all the way forward to today. I don't even think that exists anymore. I think love, I'm going to say North America, because I think it's really important to identify that this idea of love, the word love in the English language, might not have the same definition in other cultures. But love in North America now has become quite logistical. It's the list, right? The pros and cons. Does he match your list? Is he everything you want? Is he meeting your requirements on your list? Oh, he doesn't? Then these are my non-negotiables. It's become so logistic that all the feeling is taken out. Could it be because life
0: has become more complex Mm -hmm. that in turn, love has become more complex? So if you think about... The things that we list out for mm. a lover, it's all about: Does this person fit into my life? Are they going to make my life more difficult? If so, I don't want them in my life. But that's lot. That's logistical. It's logistical, right? but but I think the two went hand in hand because how did we get from the
1: emphasis of passion mm-hmm. and courtship? to where we are today. So I'm going to challenge that a little bit because how many times have we been in relationships and forget you and I, I don't want to make it like a thing with us, but like how many people do we know who get in relationships and it doesn't necessarily mean that the guy is making the girl's life better or the girl is making the guy's life better, but because they fall head over heels. And to circle back to what you're saying, I think it is a little bit to do with the change in our lifestyle, the way we live, but I think we're becoming harder.
0: Yes, but notice, see, I didn't say, does this person make my life better? I said, does this person make my life harder? Because I also don't have an expectation that someone's going to walk into my life and make my life better. I just don't want them to make my life harder.
1: But for me, for me, if someone is coming into your life and you're able to maintain exactly the same way of life you're living now is actually that is making it better because now you have I agree. company i agree with that so, That's exactly it so yeah but, he's not or she is not making your life miserable he's not making it harder by his demands
0: See, we just have more to deal with in right. this day and age and so in turn we have to look at more things when we're looking for a partner back then they didn't dissect themselves like we do now we they yeah. didn't self-analyze themselves to you know the point of anxiety and depression like we literally all have yeah and so now we're looking at all these pieces of our life well, my job's really not going to be the most satisfying thing for my entire life and mm-hmm. I just have to accept that. So, I am now going to put more weight into my friendships and relationships. That puts a lot of expectation onto the person that you're falling in love with. Hundreds of thousands of years ago, they didn't think like that. They weren't thinking of how does how do I make my life full? They just yeah. found someone they liked and they didn't think well, to that they that were too arranged.
1: deeply. Yeah, they were they were told this is who you're gonna marry. Well, okay, yeah. Most most people. Like we're we're talking about the nineteen hundreds or right, most marriages were arranged. And not I, I know some listeners are now thinking like think about like old culture, mm-hmm, like very mm-hmm. strict, conservative, but that's just that's just the history even in Western society, especially in more wealthier upper class families, everything was arranged.
0: I knew someone who had an arranged marriage, and I'm not going to speak for all cultures of arranged marriage. Mm -hmm. But when I saw him go through the process of this, I actually thought, "Huh, this ain't too bad," (laughs) because his parents went through a couple different candidates for him, and they were basically acting. Matchmaker. Yeah, they were basically acting like a matchmaker. Yeah, kind of like an online dating app. They were the just giving him options yeah. and yeah. then he settled on one mm-hmm. and actually it worked out because they had a lot in common. Right. Their families already liked each other. I would argue that in some ways it's actually a really good matchmaking service.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's, the, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's the way your perspective on it. If you, if you go into it with like, oh, it's so old fashioned and only like certain cultures do it. But if you, if you go into it thinking, and you know what? With that being said, it also depends on your family and mm-hmm. where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And so if, if they're the kind of family that they're like, you're only going to marry who mm-hmm. we tell you to marry, mm-hmm. that's a little bit, for me, it's a little bit, like, outdated. My family, I wouldn't say, knows me so though, as well as maybe my friends do or my therapist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right but if they're kind of like hey sweetheart we kind of bumped bumped into this guy and we we think he'd be great for you and we got his number and why don't you just go on a blind date with him it's like okay sign me up
0: why not we did start attaching the word love to various institutions along the way as well Mm -hmm. right before you got married people are gonna ask you are you in love right it's like it has to be a stage on the way to mm-hmm. then the it's commitment. It's a prerequisite. Yes.
1: It's a prerequisite for marriage. So that puts even more weight which is on the concept of love. Which is so interesting because this was never the case. You know, we talked about marriage in one of our podcasts and like what the history of marriage was and how it became to be. And originally marriage had nothing to do with love. Nothing. <laughs> it was more about the man securing his this woman to ensure that the the children were 100 his also it was about protecting wealth funny mm. enough which nowadays it's probably the worst financial decision you can <laughs> probably make we've just made a mess out of everything we really have we really
0: just ruin everything including Do emotions you think we've ruined love i think so
1: wait before before you say that i'm intrigued what is love for Cynthia
0: Ooh. so I was about to say the word love means the feeling between two people it's not just my feeling for
1: someone else but then I backtracked Mm. in my head and I thought it's an it should be an independent concept for you but
0: can you have love without the other person have you never been in love with a guy who's never I, (laughs) I have but now I'm really just arguing against myself here because I'm thinking Maybe my definition of
1: love is actually being in love with each other. It sounds like you're saying your definition of love is more about the moment when you're already in it.
0: It's more about if I picture someone asking me, are you in love? I'm not prepared to say yes to them unless the other person also loves me. Uh... I would feel weird saying to
1: that person, yeah,
0: we're in
1: love you're oh, sorry so is this like a third party asking yeah. you? yeah this is okay oh interesting i think if love is one-sided
0: there's just so many gray areas that but come what with is that. your
1: definition of love
0: Lo- me loving someone means i love who they are okay as a person me being in love means there is reciprocal love between us love is simple to me i want to love the person
1: but what does that
0: mean it means I like everything about them. I mean, how do you define love?
1: I don't know. Yeah, it's I hard. I was thinking about this. I was conflicted, very similar to you, because as I was thinking about the definition, I started to question myself a little bit because some of my thoughts about love were dependent on the other person just like you. But then I had to take a step back and say, well, no, no my feelings cannot be controlled or dictated by someone else's actions. And so for me, love has to be interdependent. But interdependent doesn't mean fully independent of someone else. I think my definition of love is someone who I feel a bond, a very deep bond with. I connect with spiritually, mentally, If it's a romantic love, someone who I feel sexual chemistry with, someone who feels like home. My best friends I would say I love are people who I can sit in silence with and I don't need to speak a lot. We just kind of get each other. Those would be my definitions of love aside from maybe blood, blood relatives, where I think it was just, just I'm forced to love them. I don't know.
0: Yeah, see, that's where it gets tricky because, and by the way, I agree with everything you said. You're just more articulate than I am. No, <laughs> I just was, just, like, I was love thinking is, about it. Love is, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's where my mind was going about the gray areas. Mm-hmm. The definition is just dependent on you. And you could say you love anyone, but then it also gets gray because it's like, what does that mean? Because then there's obsession and inf- infatuation. Right. And right. that person can call Ups, it love. Yeah. There's a lot of criminals that will just say, I did it out of love.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so so what are you going to say that they're wrong? That's their perception of it. And that's why I'm leaning more towards mm-hmm. interdependent definition.
1: But I guess it depends because I've certainly been in situations where I've really cared for people in my life. And even in that moment, I don't know if they had that same level back for me. I don't think my feeling for loving them Was necessarily them loving me back. My reason for loving them was they gave me that sense of warmth and connection, of trust, of bonding. Now, people sometimes give that without intention of love.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the biggest love story that's in the news right now. And I'm going to use this. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Let's talk about that and to prove my point. Mm -hmm. If people are asking Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. are you in love? And she answers yes, I would argue the first thing that many of us interpret from that is they are in love. Not she is in love. Oh no. Yes. that is what we are all celebrating because it's like
1: yeah i don't think anyone is gonna turn around yeah okay taylor and travi so cute both of (laughs) i love them they are in love by the way
0: i'm not arguing we we talked about this months ago we said you you just we just saw it
1: there we did yeah we did that's love
0: yeah Women but have an intuition and we can we see it know. from miles
1: away through TV screen. We just know. I think the only way someone publicly, and maybe this is this goes back to your point, maybe the only way someone publicly admits that they love someone is when that conversation with their partner has been had. And that's why I said so maybe, if you're asking one or the other and they do confirm
0: it, You are assuming
1: that they are in love. Maybe. But then there are cases where I've seen like my guy friends where they're like, I freaking love her. Like, I know it's fresh. We haven't really talked about it yet, but I'm going to marry her. Okay, but what's your next question? Does she love you? Maybe it is a case of the only time you admit that you are in love. But I don't know. I don't think so. So coming back to our
0: lovebirds, I think we could use this as the modern day definition of love. And one of the things that sticks out to me that we missed in our definitions in the beginning was a comfort with each other. What struck me as unusual to see on a football field, when Taylor graced us with her presence on the field, Mm -hmm. she was wearing a... I mean, I'll just say it like kind of a lumpy sweater, like an oversized sweater. She yeah. Had frizzy.
1: Yeah. Curly hair. I've it seen was like it was like the weather and. Yeah, and I'm
0: and I'm pointing this out because normally NFL wives and girlfriends are pretty up. dolled up from head mm-hmm. to toe. She just didn't look like the others. Yeah, and that's because she doesn't care.
1: Well, she's also she's also Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, I get that. She has nothing to. And here, no, but she also does a three hour show every night where she is all dolled up and like we just talked about this on our podcast that she stayed in that outfit to impress him and all that stuff. But the point is, she's
1: performing then. Yes, here she's not performing. She's just there for her man. And
0: yes, exactly. So she's comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that you also don't want to perform for your man
1: yes and no i i think i think her stat her status in life her social status is just so high up there it's like when a billionaire walks in somewhere he wears a yeah grimy little t-shirt he doesn't give a shit what his hair looks like and i think t swift is at that kind of level she's just so high up and her she's she has a very mature character for her age the point was is she was with him that is one of the defining
0: qualities of love It is feeling comfortable, feeling like you want to be yourself with with your person. It's true. And I think the people that criticized her look are people that are still insecure, are people that haven't found that love, that feeling of someone accepting you no matter what. I think you can reach it one of two ways. I think you you can grow that independence yourself, that confidence yourself. But I also think having someone else show you that they love you regardless really helps with that comfort. Yes. And I think Taylor has experienced that and she now has reached that stage with him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So any criticism about that or that outfit, even though I know we just pointed it out, is kind <laughs> of frumpy. In a negative way, I think definitely speaks more to the person saying that. And to me, it's not just an insecurity. It's an insecurity with not having experienced
1: love Mm -hmm. or true love when I saw her and the way she was at the game it was more about her as a human being and how like evolved she is because it takes it takes a certain level of maturity and wisdom to be you Mm -hmm. and it's not about love it's not about this it's it's just about loving yourself you know what maybe maybe going back to the definition of, of love part of it is she loves herself she's she's done a lot of self growth and she's she's very like vocal about her journey. So, I think she's just at a different level than some of the wives that we've seen with you know all that crap on their face.
0: So, my next question is so many of us are celebrating this love. Mm-hmm. But also so many of us have been in that position where we're watching a rom-com and we're just rolling our eyes because it's like I am so sick of love I and I don't want to see others be happy because I'm not happy right now but why is it that we are collectively celebrating her love it can't be that we all just really like her because not all of us are
1: Swifties. no I think there's a sense of genuineness to it and a sense of relatability to it their love isn't flashy. They're just dating. It's humble. It's that's it's a humble and love. Yeah. Yeah. The other part to what you just said about we look at rom-coms and kind of roll our eyes is because we've become cynics. We're pessimists, we're cynics. And that's because of things like situationships. I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, Oh, we're friends with benefits without the benefits. Lovely. And I I was like what? How is that in any shape? Doesn't that mean you're just friends? How did we get here? How, what have we done to ourselves? <laughs> I want poetry. I actually don't want poetry. But like, that's the level of, yeah, that's what we need to do. Yeah. When I was in a serious relationship, I would always tell my girlfriends, like, I treat my man like a king. And I'm proud of that. I want to treat my man like a king because he will always treat me like a queen. And this is, this is the kind of relationship I want to have. Some of my girlfriends were kind of like, this is very old fashioned and you shouldn't think like this. And and I just thought, what's wrong with taking care of your man? You we sit here and we expect all these way of these men treating us. But then we've we've just kind of put our hands up and we're like, nope, I'm not going to take care of you anymore. I think it's because
0: for so many years that's the role that women played. And then at some point, men started to take advantage of it and started pushing and pushing and pushing. And then women were driven all the way the other way. Yeah, That's right. kind I of think, how it
1: happened. Right. I actually think it's because it's a mix of that. It's a mix of men potentially abusing it a little bit, mm-hmm. women kind of being suppressed in their situations. I'm all about girl power girl boss, empowering woman. What I'm not about is bashing men. Mm -hmm. And the two are very different. You do not need to bash men to empower yourselves. That's like saying a bully is allowed to be a bully because he's making himself or she's making herself feel better. No, you're allowed to make yourself feel better and empower yourself without hating other people and I think what's happened it's a combination of us maybe women throughout generations being like whoa this is kind of unfair what's happening to us we'd like to change the ways a little bit but somehow in this mix we've gotten into this really toxic mentality that we do not need men and this is so incorrect I think it goes along with the entire culture shift of bringing
0: other people down because we can't have what they have. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's an entire culture thing that's happening. This so is-
1: our selfish, entitled, self-centered behavior as human beings is destroying the potential of love. Exactly. Exactly. And not just love, but like just healthy relationships.
0: Caught myself just a few minutes ago saying "true love," mm-hmm. and then it made me think about how we're now adding words right to the word love because the word love isn't meaningful enough anymore. Right. Apparently for us, right? So now we got to add true, right? And. This kind of love, and it, are you having an emotional love? Is it the mm. and so we're adding all these things just to make it a stronger feeling, valid, a valid definition, right? Because we just went and ruined the whole concept of it, mm-hmm. right? And now we're like, okay, hey, scrap this. Mm-hmm. Love, love doesn't mean anything anymore. But if it's true
1: love. Then it's lasting. <laughs> then it's lasting, right? Right. It's like, what are we doing here? Did you ever go through a phase where you went through like a dating phase? You dated like a guy and after like three, four dates, you were like, oh my God, I'm head over heels. And then you tell your girlfriends and then the next day you guys break up and then fast forward to a le- week later, you're dating another guy. And after yeah. three, four dates, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm head over heels. And then you break up again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you ever go through that? I, I did. Kind of, I kind of went through that a little bit, all the time, and I think it it made me really cynical.
2: Yeah, and
1: not of not of other people, of just life. It it hardened me a bit, and probably not in a good way. It questioned my self judgment a bit too, because every time I would think I like someone and then it didn't work out. Instead of self-reflecting and thinking, okay, what lessons have I learned here so I don't make the same mistakes and moving forward and stuff like that, I made it about me. I, I didn't see the flags or I didn't do this or that was such a bad mentality of dealing with, with it. The innocence of love has been ruined because
0: the innocence of us has been ruined. And I think that's where I was trying to go earlier with saying, is it because life has become harder Right. That we've now ruined love for ourselves. We've now made love too complex to just live in the innocence of it. Is the very essence of love innocent? And therefore, so many of us have such a hard time finding and it. And, yeah. Because we're looking for something that needs to be pulled back. We, we need to pull back from mm-hmm. ourselves and just be happy with simple emotions and not adding to the definition and not saying, well, it's not love if it's not this, it's not love if he doesn't do this and it's not love if, and so on and so on. We've just made it so hard for ourselves Mm -hmm. to just enjoy the feeling of love. And so then when we go and see these examples right in front of us of Taylor and Travis that are just so innocent Mm -hmm. and they're just enjoying their time together we're just like
1: oh yes that is the feeling i'm after right that's a really good point when i'm like thinking about taylor and travis's love when i use the word genuine it's rooting from innocence mm-hmm. they're giddy they're childlike mm-hmm. they're maybe that's a really good aspect of it to be in love is You're to not enjoy tainted. love you have to enjoy but how it. How do you do that? How do you, how are you able to not be tainted through everything you've been through and then just let go of it all? Or is it the right person just allows you to do that?
0: I think it's exactly what we're trying to do, which is become more self-aware. My biggest issue has always been the other person has created too many issues between us they made it so complex and then i'll always look at them and just be like but i just i love you mm-hmm. and they're just like yeah but this is this, you know and like there's just like so many reasons why they can't love me mm-hmm. and i think it's because you and i both really practice that self-awareness and i think that's is so important just in life in general yeah. you have to be or you're gonna get sucked down by the mundaneness and the ridiculousness of life. Do you believe in friends with benefits? Not anymore. I used to. Okay, why? I used. To, I think there's an argument to be made for enjoying life, mm-hmm. which I think you can with friends with benefits. You can just enjoy simple moments. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, and I would argue for most people, friends with benefits exists because one of the people in that pairing has stronger feelings
1: for the other and is settling for what the other person is giving which is the breadcrumbs exactly because they're hoping that one day they're going to change their mind and ladies and men if you are that person this girl or guy will never ever ever change never so you're friends with that unless unless you're genuinely which is very rare where both parties are Genuinely using each other for whatever pleasure they're looking for. So rare. Which is very rare. If you're sat there thinking, I'll let him call me at 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. just to come around, or she ignores your texts for days, Mm -hmm. men, she sends you one word and responses, and then she's drunk one night and she didn't get the attention she wanted from the guy she actually likes, Mm -hmm. and she's coming to you for cuddles, don't respond.
0: Now that I'm older and wiser, when I look back on all my friends with benefits, I was always the one with stronger feelings. Mm -hmm. But now that I look back on it, I just can't imagine being that person who they know you have feelings for them. They know. Okay. (laughs) And I cannot imagine being a person who continues to have sexual relations with someone who feels that way for them, and it is straight up using
1: well, no, I disagree with that because so i'm i I was often the person, not not that I've had so many friends with benefit situations, uh-huh. but I was generally. The person who was like, I'm not ready for anything. Okay,
0: so speak for yourself because I, I <laughs> hold a lot of resentment here yeah.
1: and I just, I cannot imagine yeah. what is going through your head I, when you're doing this. Because I've, I've always been honest. I've always said, I'm not looking for anything. This isn't going to go anywhere. I'm just looking for fun. And I'm not speaking code. This isn't like, well, I really, really love you, but I'm not looking for anything. Okay. I'm not speaking code. I'm telling you, I'm not looking for anything. And if you insist on saying, I can't, I'd rather have you in my life as this than lose you at all, that's on you. And conversations like that are also had. It's saying, are you sure you're okay with that? Have you been on the other side before you did that? Okay. So knowing that feeling. Hmm. you still did it decision it was my decision when the man tells me i'm not looking for anything girls he's not talking code we are not gonna change okay but we had an episode
0: where we talked about that the onus should be on the person with the lesser feelings to walk away because they should know how much harder it would be Mm -hmm. for the person with stronger feelings to walk away so as a Human being that should care, but therein lies the issue. You didn't care enough because you didn't have the feelings for them. So,
1: so right. So the reason, the reason it continued was because I probably didn't care enough. The reason it ended was because it probably reached the point of me saying this person is like, I'm hurting them. Mm -hmm. I think what happens is when you enter a, friends with benefit situation there's always a time period where it actually kind of works for both parties because the person who really really is into it kind of fools themselves into thinking this is enough and the person who wasn't really into it is like perfect i'm getting exactly what i need and i'm not putting what i don't want to put in so there's a there's a little phase whether it's like a couple a weeks mm. yeah, there's a little phase that it actually works for both parties now what ends up happening is a person who likes the other person more starts needing more. Yeah. And then they start nagging and becoming clingier or becoming like more relationshipy, And then that's <laughs> usually when I had to pull the plug. I'm going to be very <laughs> honest with you.
0: I am experiencing feelings of anger toward <laughs> you right now. I am. Because that hurt cuts so deep. And I've been in that position so many times. And watching you talk about it, it just, I'm seething. But hold on, hold on. I've also been in, on that
1: side. I know, but uh, now I'm not convinced you've really been on that I side. Have. I have, I have. Because I really have. And I leg- I really thought this guy was the one. And I thought, I'm going to, and I actually, it's funny enough, because I'm never the girl that asks to be in a committed relationship. I never bring up the boyfriend-girlfriend mm-hmm. talk. I, But with this guy, I did because I was like, I can see myself with him. And yeah. it's rare for me to say that. And he flat out said no. He flat out said, I'm not at a point in my life where I'm looking for anything. I'm, this is all I can give. And I was so scared to lose him because I genuinely thought, and not just scared to lose him, but in my mind, I legit believed I can change his mind. (laughs) If he just sees just a little bit more of me. I can change his mind. I always think it. I can be a little flirtier. I can buy mm-hmm. more sexy lingerie. I can do this. I can do that. Yeah. And none of it worked mm. until I had to have another talk with him and said, this is not good enough for me. And he's like, but I told you two months ago that. I think our very conversation
0: about love, its we've just discovered why we've screwed it up so badly. Because we, we're going into all these different areas about how we have screwed it up. Yeah, we have. Because now we're trying to justify the friends with benefits and, yeah. like, the... It, there's just
1: so much toxicity no, that we I'm have created. Sorry, 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 listeners. We're definitely not justifying it. I don't I don't think we're just... I think we were just giving our perspective on, like, do, does it happen? I don't agree with it. In fact, if someone were to ask me, should I enter a friends with benefits situation having been on both sides i would actually say no hell no yeah just don't <laughs> do it and we did we did say that if you're getting the breadcrumbs and you're sticking around because you think the guy or the girl is going to change she's not going to change he is not going to change don't go into it i don't agree with it and i think it taints you as a person who is loving and caring and and can we all just can we all believe in love again I want that. I want that for me. I want that for
0: you. I want that for everyone. Yeah. I know everyone's definition is always going to be different, but we can't continue on for centuries to come with, you know, half of us celebrating or less than half probably celebrating Valentine's Day and the rest of us going, oh, bah humbug. I don't want that for anyone a lot of happiness has to do with having love in your life in some capacity and the more we push the concept of love down and bring it down with toxicity the more we are going to continue to be unhappy love as a
1: concept we kind of unpacked that a little bit in the beginning of this what does finding love look like today (laughs) non-existent okay (laughs)
0: okay no, let we me have this rephrase com- that no, we have this conversation all the time <laughs> we do because i i don't want to go out i'm not a sociable person we yeah. just were complaining about this for the we were super just bowl this. you were offering for me to come and chill with some people mm-hmm. and i was like i don't want to just I was chill like, with honey, people.
1: let me plan a final date for
0: us and you were like no i want to be alone <laughs> i either want to be with my husband or alone and i don't have a husband so or you, like, I, or just the people that I already like. Right. I don't want to socialize anymore.
1: Okay, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Finding love, what does it look like? And in your case, being a gorgeous, single, smart woman, for you, you're not doing anything to find love. I'm not. And I don't okay. care. Okay. Who knows it? So, <laughs> hear me roar. <laughs> I can see your reasonings. I mean, we've talked about this and we can share it in a minute. I guess most people, when they're newly single, they kind of go to the apps, the apps out there. And there's all sorts of them. QI roll. And they are draining, to say the least. So I wanted to kind of bring it up and just see what what does this process look like of like signing up? What is the process of like swiping? What are we thinking about when we're swiping? Are we thinking when we're swiping? What and then the concept of dating apps in general and how do we feel about it? What
0: do I think about when I'm swiping? I don't swipe, right. but I know that when people do, it's really just, am I going to find a connection in this person? Does this person resonate with me?
1: Off of their photo. Off
0: of their photo and maybe a, their bio. <clears throat> to be fair, that's what we do at bars too. You do you a just quick check snapshot yeah. of a guy and you're saying to yourself, does this person resonate
1: with me? Mm -hmm. i feel like bars is better though because i like to read people i read the energy i read the body language the way they sit the way they're dressed like who they're with all that is like a thing so i feel like that's a little bit easier to judge than a couple very carefully selected photos edited or not i know some guys have said some women's photos are insanely edited and i've i've seen a few guys edit their photos and you're just like dude like no but I guess guys kind of feel the same way about girls because maybe that's one of the challenges that everyone's having is we can't meet people so we resort to online dating and then you get on this app you put up the best like five six pictures of you and videos give like cheesy descriptions and then you start the process I think what happens and maybe this kind of happened to me the more you swipe the lower your confidence goes imagine you're swiping and then there's just someone like hitting you with a hammer so you're getting like hit on like you're literally being beaten with just life and misery and just hopelessness it's because you see
0: your options dwindling yeah right before your eyes and so hope is just declining it's just getting A worse and you're hope.
1: just like you're literally going into like the fetus
0: position online dating is exposing us to too many options and
1: we are seeing how few options we actually like the shittier options that maybe in the beginning i got that i would have swiped left are looking not so bad now <laughs> yeah and so what happens is this false sense of maybe i can see something with this person but the only reason you see something with this person is because everything is relative your mind is just fooled into thinking this is the best out there it's not
0: online dating that has ruined relationships and love no with too many options It's the way society was progressing anyways.
1: It's the way society is progressing. It's turning the innocence
0: of love and the innocence in the process of falling in love Mm -hmm. into something that we have to do. Mm -hmm. You are single. What's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. You need to be with a partner, but you have to be in love to be with a partner and then that will make you happy and so now what has happened is we've turned relationships into this shopping experience right <clears throat> we are we shop for our partner because mm-hmm. it's something we have to do
2: mm-hmm.
0: and instead so,
1: of just organically hoping to meet someone
0: but instead problem- of love just happening in our lives and so online dating is just the next phase of that yeah
1: but the 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 pushback on that is because our lives are changing, people are everyone's working from home, things just life is changing. Where are you gonna meet people? No, but why do you need to meet people? Well, how else are you gonna meet this husband? You wanna watch a super bowl? Why at? why do I need a husband? Okay, so you're challenging the whole you're challenging the concept I, of I companionship. Know, I'm not challenging it. I'm trying to break it apart. So I to think, show So I think mammals if you want to go down that route i think mammals have this companionship as part of our like, okay so
2: it's a biological yeah. yeah
1: a lot of studies have proven that people with companionship not love community feeling they belong to someone or something human beings being connected makes you live longer okay so if you want to live longer
2: So I need you to
1: be on board when
0: I'm planning Super Bowl dates. How do we change the process of finding a relationship into not something that
1: resembles us going shopping? I think we just go old school. I think we scrap all this nonsense that we've been taught by society. Take Valentine's Day as a concept. Valentine's Day is... Is so effed up. Valentine's Day is supposed to be a celebration of love. Okay, Valentine's Day is a Hallmark holiday that was created by a corporation to try and make money off of people because they're like, ooh, this thing called love, we can monetize.
0: I I, I get that. Fine, but it's still a celebration of love. Yes, but which hold we have on. turned into something we That's, hate.
1: F- it it wasn't a cele. Yes, it was celebration of love until it's now become so like you can have a shitty partner but because they celebrated valentine's day with you they're a good partner this is how women put so much emphasis women and men put so much emphasis on Mm -hmm. valentine's day what are we doing for valentine's day what are we doing for valentine's day and like what did you get me it's like i would rather not celebrate this one Hallmark holiday and I would rather celebrate 364 days out of the year. I feel that way too, but it could also be looked at as a
0: representation of your love. It's, it's, it's your Hallmark day. It's. But
1: why, why do we have to f- put, like, why do we have to have Mother's Day? I agree. It's again, that's another Hallmark holiday. Yeah, but. I agree. My mom should be celebrated all the time. Rent. My mom shouldn't have to wait for Mother's Day to get flowers. Yeah, and people say that
0: all the time about that holiday too. Right, and, and but people also say about Christmas, why do we have to wait for the holidays no, to celebrate love with family? No,
1: but 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 Christmas isn't just about celebrating with your family. It's also there's a religious aspect yes we we use it as an excuse to bring tradition back into our
0: life and it's all a positive good thing yes if you look at life in a positive way you look at holidays in a positive way
1: yeah but that's true but what's what I feel like or I sense that's happening in our society is we're dismissing the fact that showing love and showing appreciation and celebrating your love doesn't have to mean one day out of the year. Showing appreciation of your partner, whether it's you know you're doing it on Valentine's or whatever day you do you and your your anniversary. This shouldn't be because you have those set milestones or the set dates. Maybe assist us in life sometimes because life gets crazy and we're busy, and sometimes it's just a little reminder, just to be like, hey babe. You know we need to celebrate. It's a cute excuse to celebrate. It's Great. an excuse. That's fine. But it shouldn't be your go-to day of like the guy or the girl's like, you don't treat me well. And then the rebuttal is, well, I took you out for Valentine's Day dinner. <laughs> yeah, but then, okay. But then why do we take vacations? Why
0: do you take vacation? You. Are, you,
1: are you talking about like the North American way no, of No, why do you take a vacation? But I like I like holidaying every other month. Like Yeah, I, but you don't. But you do it when you can. I do it as do much it, as I can.
0: You do it to escape the everyday routine of your life. Right, not it's,
1: necessarily. It's, you it's
0: a reminder ho- to celebrate life. It's what is wrong no, with having I okay with that? Okay, I'm going to challenge you on this. Mm-hmm. Fantasy books, fiction books, fiction TV, television. Yeah. yeah, we use these things as entertainment, as a way to escape, mm-hmm. as a way to live yeah. in this land of other possibilities of other emotions that we can experience all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I equate holidays where we celebrate love as kind of a symbol like that. It's, it's an excuse to celebrate something and to, you know, and it's just like Christmas. Everything about Christmas doesn't make sense. You Mm -hmm. bring a tree from the outside, inside and you decorate (laughs) it. It's all stupid, but you're doing it together and you're taking the time out of your crazy life to do that and it's enforced by the holiday that comes year round and so I get it you should treat your partner well but it's great that Valentine's Day exists as a reminder hey take the time out of your day and have that special dinner that you've been talking about
1: I agree with you and I think to up to that point it's correct I agree with you like it's important to have Dates like that. It's important. I'm not saying we shouldn't have days like that at all. What I'm saying is, let's not make it be the only time we're allowed to s- fantasize right. and romanticize. If you want to send a love note and a cute card to your partner, it doesn't have to be just on Valentine's Day. And girl, I know you know this more than anyone because you do sweet little things for your partner all the time, random acts of kindness, mm-hmm. right? you do it all the time did because is it because the a hallmark company has told you you need to buy a cute little card and send it to your boyfriend and with a little like his favorite chocolate or his favorite like whatever game that he plays or no it's because her random acts of kindness gentlemen if your girl is into flowers it's okay to get her flowers randomly during the week It doesn't have to be just on Valentine's Day or just on Mother's Day because you guys just had a kid. All I'm saying is, let's be a little bit more. We want to talk about why love has changed. Love has changed because we sit here and we're like, well, we have Valentine's Day to celebrate love. Love should be celebrated every day. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be looked at as a
0: job. yeah and that's how we're looking at even finding relationships Mm. and which is why we're all sad about it yeah because the process has become very exhausting Mm. for people
1: the process is exhausting it also feels like it feels like there you just don't win with it either like i don't see success with the process that we've decided to pursue with dating right now
0: And this is exactly why they say you have to learn how to enjoy the journey of life. Mm -hmm. You have to learn how to enjoy the process of your job, all of these things, because you're never going to find happiness in the finality of it, because then you'll just always want the next thing. So the key to happiness in general is also the key to finding happiness in a relationship. It is letting go of the idea Mm -hmm. that there has to be someone at the end of this journey. You have to let go of that and you have to enjoy the small moments leading up to it. When I was really, really single and living downtown, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I used to go to museums and bookstores. In the back of my head, I wanted to meet someone. So I thought if I go to these areas, yeah, then maybe I'll meet someone similar to me. But While I was on this agenda, I was also just so (laughs) happenstancely enjoying the moments myself because I was in the very areas I wanted to be in. And so if I had to give any advice to people, it would be just that. It would be go and enjoy Mm. the things that you like with the purpose of maybe meeting someone who is like-minded to you. Mm -hmm. But really Do it for yourself. Do it for yourself because all you're going to end up enjoying on that night of is the experience of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things I think about a lot is because I've never had a successful relationship and someone to reciprocal love me, (laughs) the whole scenario of when you send someone a song that you really, really like and the reaction is just never going to match up to your feelings about the, whatever you're sharing. And I don't know if finding the person that you love because I haven't experienced it if their eyes are going to light up just as much as mine when I share that something that I love so much but I would like to imagine that it will they will and it and it does yeah but that's <laughs> kind of what I'm
1: trying to describe go and just enjoy those things for you so what you're saying Cynthia is just just go and love yourself you have to go and enjoy your own company and love yourself and give yourself the love you deserve mm-hmm. and then because you're giving that energy to yourself you're giving those good energy that you need and the love you need you will just attract the same type of people in your life exactly right Learning- and you walk away learning something and enjoying your day still
0: exactly and you also learn how to love being single I'm a huge advocate for this and Mm. I know people roll their eyes at this because it's just like what does that even mean learning how to love being single I'll tell you what it means Mm -hmm. I actually was saying this to my therapist the other day (laughs) I was saying maybe I needed to go through this phase Of rock bottom and figuring out how to actually like being single. Because Mm -hmm. even if I do meet my husband in the next few years, there is no guarantee that he's going to be alive for the entirety of my lifetime. Mm -hmm. What if I meet him? We fall in love. We have the most amazing love ever. And he kicks the bucket at like 63 years old. Mm -hmm. And then I've got maybe 20 years left, maybe Mm -hmm. not, to live alone. Mm -hmm. I think old Cynthia... Will appreciate
1: what you're doing now.
0: Exactly. Because old Cynthia would not have been prepared for that stage of life alone. But I think this version of me is... I think a lot of people don't know how to deal with that that are really really truly in love and so i hope that they learn how to live happily single because it is important what scares me a little bit with that
1: is you have a really healthy way of knowing like what it means for you to be independent and and loving yourself and all of that and you're on that like very healthy journey but when you're with someone you're also very capable of being very involved with them Mm -hmm. and giving to them and really taking care of them, being there for them, supporting them, making your lives one. Like you're very good at that. Integrating yourself into all of it and Mm -hmm. that's what you want. What scares me is like oftentimes I feel like people, they're becoming too independent. And so what happens is they don't have this capability that you have. Where when you do meet someone you love, you're able to then open up and share your life with them. Mm -hmm. Because they've lived such a solo life and because they love being single Mm. and because they love being independent, they love their routine and they've been doing it for so long it's very hard for them to now share their life with someone else. They're not, not everyone's able to do that. Maybe some people don't want to do it. Like, you know how you said some people roll their eyes when you said that? I think the people who are probably rolling their eyes are the people who are afraid of being so good at being single that they can't allow themselves to enter a relationship and not be picky not nitpick at every single thing.
0: I don't know if the people that are going to be that happy independent are the people that are also going to be scared of that. I think they're, those are the people that are more
1: than happy to live alone. I can, I have two girlfriends who have been alone for so long and they're so independent. They do everything by themselves. They can do traveling by themselves. Mm -hmm. They can, they're living their best lives Mm -hmm. and they're single. Yeah, but were um, they scared of that happening? But what so no, not intentionally. What yeah. happens is when they meet someone and that you know what you're talking and you're like, "Oh, like how's he?" and you hear their 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 complaints. And as a listener, you're like, that's that's you becoming too good at being yeah. single. Yeah. And they don't see it because they don't understand it's a subconscious reaction. Yeah. But what's happening is They've just been so stuck in their ways because it's great for them. Mm-hmm. It, it It's not they're stuck in their ways because they're settling or they're miserable or they love their life. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you love your life so much as a single person and not because you're f- sleeping around and all that stuff, but you get to do, you know, you get to live the life you want to live. Yeah. But you should have the
0: self-awareness to know that the person that is actually meant for you is mm-hmm. just going to complement your life. So you shouldn't be scared. You That that means, to me, that means you don't have enough self-awareness.
1: So I hear that. I, I really do hear that. Oftentimes, in the beginning of a relationship, it's so sensitive that if you don't show the interest to your the person, to the potential person properly the person will be like oh this person isn't interested i'm walking away right and oftentimes your your own comfort human beings some people they like their habit their comfort oftentimes we we mistake that with oh this person doesn't fit into my life because you don't want to change anymore it's yeah but that that's an insecure person to me no babe that that's a person who's not willing to no, babe, to- when you've been single for like 10, 12, 13 years, and you're doing it well, you're making good money. No, so, so no, I, I, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I, there's,
0: I am very independent. And I have a lot of things in my life that I like mm-hmm. with living alone.
2: Mm hmm. And yeah, but this I is what
0: I just said about the you. concept of someone else maybe, but I am so open to the right,
2: right kind of but love. but this is what
1: I just said about you. You have a great capability. You have this really great capability of be, and I think part of part of that is because you're just such a naturally loving person. Like when I, when you care about someone, you are just very giving and naturally loving.
2: Yeah, but when you
0: say that a naturally loving person is just a confident person? I, sorry, I meant not being insecure.
1: No, because there was there was a phase of your life where you were insecure. Yeah. But you were still all the characteristics I just said. No, I was unhealthy. I was
0: infatuated with the men. In a very unhealthy way. No,
1: but I mean the traits that I just said that you're very supportive. You're kind. Yeah, but it was the wrong man for me because I was no
0: I was insecure. I to it, precisely to my point. I was going after the wrong people, just as I'm accusing mm-hmm. people who become too independent
1: and close the door. I know you. To- were, I know you were going after the wrong man. I'm not saying. Your direction was correct. I'm saying who you were as a person. Your heart didn't change. Cynthia's heart didn't change when she was with X or when she was with Y. It was being given to the wrong person. I agree with you. You were giving it to the wrong person. Yes. But your heart never changed. No, but that's precisely my point. A A secure person
0: is able to determine who to love correctly I was insecure I I should not have that was the wrong thing to do that was not a good thing for me to to be giving out my love to these people and so I know it's kind of the opposite but just as people who are too independent Mm -hmm. I am accusing them of being insecure and therefore that is why they would be closed off to the right person. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the opposite effect Mm -hmm. of how I was, but it's still the same concept. Right, so you think it's a form Uh, of like insecurity for them. Yeah, security versus insecurity either enables or enables you to recognize a good person for you.
1: Yeah, I I don't think you ever question like if this person is good or bad for me, like that's something that comes in like, middle of dating them or in retrospect. I have I have a I have a friend who if you tell her to go to a certain area outside where she lives, she won't go. She'll be like, I don't travel there. Like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. I stay within my own area. So when you've been doing that for 15 years and it's worked for you, it's very hard for even the right man to come along and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna go that street that no what happens is just out of habit they're like well i'd like to stay here and oftentimes the right man can understand that they have habitual tendencies and so they conform yes right but but that takes time yeah it takes time for your partner to be like okay this isn't her just being like snobby or picky Mm -hmm. or whatever okay but this is what i mean there's it's such a sensitive period of time that if you keep pushing back on your habits and not being flexible before that partner has gotten a chance to really see who you are and like for you to form some kind of bond, it's difficult to take that next
0: step. See, I don't know if it's just because it was the last guy I was with that made me wait Mm -hmm. for the right time for this to work. Um, and kept making me wait. And then at the end of it all, I was slapped right across the face with a surprise. Oh, haha, sorry. Turns out the whole time I was actually in love with someone else. Yeah. I don't know if it's that experience that has completely turned me off. All people who are trying to protect that sensitive time and forgiving of that mm-hmm. sensitive time. Because you know what? I shouldn't have been forgiving.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I should have gone with my gut. Mm-hmm. And my gut always tells me if it's going to work, it works. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the right person for you is going to see through any walls you have up. And they're going to be able to speak to you in a way that is right for you. Mm-hmm. Because they're the right person for you. Yeah, they I, you. I should have listened to that part of me that's Mm -hmm. kind of always believed that but no I tried to try something different and I did learn a lot of different lessons positive lessons but I also feel like I walked out of it saying to myself I don't think I'm ever going to give anyone a chance again who says no no let's let's wait I just I just need some time um I'm a slow burn. It doesn't matter how much I like them. to full
1: circle to, you know, what we were saying earlier, which is if they're giving you breadcrumbs, get the F out. Yeah. Just get out. They're not going to give you more. Did
0: you see the Sweethearts? Was mm. that it? They did Situationships. Oh, um, I did see that. Sweethearts <laughs> thing. And, and all the writing on the candy was kind of blurred because they're hard to read yeah. and all that stuff. They were sold out within, like, The first day because it's now (laughs) the new form of love,
1: situationships. And we're all just accepting this whole world. Friends with benefits, friends without benefits, friends with benefits without the benefits. If I make it to a senior home, I'll do the friends without benefits. Yeah.
0: Isn't that just a companion, though? I think it probably starts out some way and then it ends up without the benefits. Right, Because you're just like, "Eh."
1: yeah this isn't working. Yeah. I'll do that. But you're like, I enjoy cuddling with you. Yeah. And like your company and watching games and doing this and doing that. But yeah. I don't want the benefits. Yeah.
2: All
0: right. What are the takeaways? We
1: talked a lot about love and I
0: think we got somewhere. I I, I always feel like we get somewhere different than other people trying to give advice on love. I think other people are going giving very specific to everyday situations Mm. on love it's almost like it's keeping the toxicity of how we deal with love alive because they're like don't do this but just avoid the avoidance and do da. da." and but we're just kind of like keeping that plateau of the way things are but I am adamantly trying to break things down and and get the hell out of this cynical way Mm. of thinking yeah I listen I'll I'm going to go upstairs right now and take a shower and then go to bed at nine o'clock on a Friday (laughs) night. Right. I am just like everyone else. Excuse me. No, we (laughs) are going, we're going to go out. But most of my nights look like that. And most of my nights look look like I'm scrolling just Mm -hmm. like everyone else. I'm not some fake positive person, Yeah. but I am, I'm trying, I am trying to find, A different answer. What
1: did we talk about today? What did we talk about today? We talked about esh amour. Ooh, that's sexy. (laughs) That's love for all of you who are figuring out why we're throwing random languages. Go listen to all of our podcasts. We're throwing a random language, one word. Love it. In every episode. All right, folks.